Welcome to Views from Stadium Boulevard. I'm Harley Johnson. And I'm Hannah Harshi. And we're back for another week of your favorite Michigan sports podcast. And this week, we're coming off a bye week, so we're feeling good because Michigan football did not um, tear our hearts to shreds this past weekend. They weren't allowed to. So. But also, like, did you kind of, like, miss them a little bit? No, did you? Like, a little bit. I was kind of jealous <laughs> when other people were allowed to watch their teams and ours were just kind of like, sleeping with footballs in their hands. Yeah. Well, that, I just felt kind of jealous, because I wasn't, like, I was traveling all day on Saturday, so I felt really jealous that I wasn't able to watch football. I didn't necessarily want to watch Michigan, but I was like, there are so many games going on, and everyone's tweeting about them, and I'm barely able to watch any of them. Although I did watch most of Michigan State ASU on the plane, and it was really boring. But I also think when everyone posts all their game day picks, like, no matter where they are in the country... I'm just kind of like, ah, that's true. I Michigan like, State I don't is like, don't to get to do picks. that. Yeah, that's true. And like, we're like going into week four, and I've only been to one game. You've only been to one. Oh yeah, we've only been to one. Yeah, isn't that kind of weird? But also, Especially... we have our first away game, so like now we like don't get to go to another one. Yeah. Oh wait, it is our first away game. Mm-hmm. That's so weird that it's week four. Oh, I mean, it, no, it actually makes perfect sense, but, like, yeah. <laughs> it's week four. We've only been to one game, but that's because we weren't there for one game, and then there was a bye week. Okay, it, it all adds up to, like, week four, but, yeah. How was your bye week? Um, I didn't really do anything. I think it was just, I caught up on sleep. Like, I fell asleep that's during fair. the MSU-ASU game, and I, like, woke up, and I was like... MSU can't count, and then I think I went back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> that game, like, would put you to sleep, because, like, the last, like, four seconds or whatever were kind of exciting, but it was, like, zero three for the majority of it, I'm pretty sure, so, yeah. And then I think I was looking at the Penn State-Pittsburgh game, mm. and that was just kind of, like, I don't know, disappointing. What about, like, Maryland Temple? Did you watch that at all? Oh, yeah, I was keeping up with that one, too. yeah. I feel like, where was I for most of the day? I don't even remember what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was in Boston, and I don't think I've told you this story yet. Ooh, I, okay, so, a story time. <laughs> it actually sucks. So I was on oh. Boston doing, like, a, a tour thing for, like, a future, for, for like my future. And um, uh-huh. I woke up, so I got there Thursday evening. I woke up Friday morning, and my contact was torn. Like, and you know when, like, Already? do you ever... Already? Like, I just woke, like, I don't know how long I'd been using that particular contact, because I have one month, so, like, I don't know. I woke up, and, like, I looked, and I was like, oh, I must have torn my contact when I took it out last night. And we just realized you're not wearing contacts right now. Well, that's not why. I was just too lazy to put them in this morning. Oh. But, um, so, <laughs> but I forgot to bring, my, well, I didn't bring my glasses to Boston with me, because I saw them when I was packing, but I was like, I never realistically actually end up wearing my glasses so I was like I'm not gonna pack those and then I completely forgot to bring backup contacts so like I went around all of Friday with one contact in but it just (laughs) made me I felt like I was gonna throw up like it just was a horrible feeling so then you go without well Friday afternoon and Saturday I just didn't wear contacts and like I don't know what was worse because I couldn't see 
anything. <laughs> and, like, I was with people, and they're like, look how pretty the skyline is. And I was like, I can't see it. And I was taking pictures on my phone. And they're like, I remember at one point we were, like, outside of a Target. And they're like, I've never seen a Target logo like that. And I was like, I didn't even know we were outside of a Target. Like, I can't see it. We were at, like, a bar, and they had, like, the menu up on, like, a board. And I couldn't read it. And I kept, like, having to take pictures of it to read it. And it was so annoying because, like, I kept feeling like everyone thought I was taking pictures of them. But really, I just needed to read the menu. Yeah. So, my... That's um, not a fun story. No, but it's, like, kind of funny. Like, it's kind of, like, classic hand. Like, that would only happen to me. I wear glasses 24-7. I mean, not 24-7 yeah. because I sleep without them. But I wear glasses You're not the wearing time. them right now. You just took them off for yeah, some reason. I have, like, a headache. Oh, I hope you feel better, Harley. Me too. Maybe you just need water. <laughs> Do you want some? This I one? have, like, that's water. Windex. That's water. Yeah, yeah that's water. Windex, but this is water. You can't see the Windex because <laughs> yeah. this is a podcast, also, not like, a video. I like, three cups of coffee on my desk that I've accumulated over the past couple days. Um, I think I also, like, took off my glasses just to be in solidarity with you during the story. Okay, but I'm wearing my glasses right now. Well, like, during the story, like, the hand of hands oh, yeah. passed where she, hand could not see. Yeah, and I was, like, making all these new friends, but they, like, probably just thought I was really annoying because every time they said something, I was like, oh, I can't see that. So eventually mm. I was like, I'm just going to shut up about it because they just think I'm complaining. But, like, in reality, I cannot see. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the reality of my trip. Um, so this week, obviously, we're coming off a bye. And we so we've already discussed Army in Middle Tennessee. So, and so we didn't see Michigan football. Exactly. And I didn't see anything. <laughs> exactly. Michigan that is football. the, like, tie. <laughs> But, um, I was trying to be funny. No, that was funny, Harley. Good joke. <laughs> I love the humor that you bring to the podcast. Um, but because, so next week we're playing Wisconsin, so it's our no, first No, not next week, this week. This week we're playing Wisconsin. We're playing Wisconsin in a few days. In a few days. So it's our, uh, it's our first Big uh, Ten game. Are you about to say it's our birthday? <laughs> <laughs> so, since we're going into Big Ten play, it's really the start of the season. Um, we figured we'd do kind of, like, going into Big Ten play, what should you look out for, what has changed in our first, like, in our two non-conference games, what were our thoughts, and, yeah. So, Harley, can we beat Wisconsin, the, the Wisconsin football Badgers? The, um, that's the hope. I don't actually know if <laughs> it, it's something that can happen because... The game hasn't happened yet. Well, just saying that we're... Mis- Michigan was favored to beat Wisconsin about three weeks ago, um, a.k.a. the start of the season, um, just because of the amount of people that we returned. And, like, uh, Wisconsin lost a lot of its, like, stars in terms of, like, their O-line. They were, like, really, like, known for that. Um, Alex Hornibrook, like, vibed away. But also, like, Jack Cohn, I think is his name, has, like, risen to the ranks. So I don't think they're really hurting in terms of that, but in at the end of 2018, it just assumed that Michigan would just, like, it wouldn't really be, a, not a competition, more to say, but, like, the way that Michigan manhandled Wisconsin last year, I think a lot of that just, like, kind of, like, narrative followed into, like, this season. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, now Wisconsin's favorite to win by th- Three and a half points, I think, and we have a really terrible record when um, we're not favored to win. Um, so yeah, I really hope we do. <laughs> um, it would be nice 
I think just because Wisconsin has looked better in through two games than our first two games, which is understandable, and, like, people that make preseason predictions never truly, like, know how it's going to unfold until it actually is, like, played. <laughs> and we also don't know how so it's going to unfold. We also assume probably that Michigan <laughs> would just, like, breeze through the first two games of the season. Well, maybe not really Army, but, like, definitely through, like, Middle Tennessee. Um, I was like, yeah, this will be a breeze. Um, but I think we've all been stressed yeah. to them more or less <laughs> so far. What about you? What are your tastes? Well, yeah, kind of backing that up a little bit. Like, going out of last season, like, every indicator we had going out of the 2018 season into 2019 um, was that... Get your hair out of my face! <laughs> was that... Um, Michigan should be a lot better than Wisconsin and that's just kind of based on like who was what players they were retaining who was coming in their performance last season like I mean ultimately it was based on their performance last season and then who was leaving um because you can't really know who like the impact of players that are coming in um so that's why Michigan was favored going into the season and then just over their first couple games um Like, Wisconsin has probably looked a little bit better than people expected Wisconsin to look over their first two games, and then Michigan's just looked a little bit slash a lot worse than people expected. (laughs) So it's not, like, yeah, it's just you're kind of reevaluating our expectations. We also, though, like, Michigan has looked kind of sloppy in the first two games, and the big question mark is, is Michigan sloppy this year, or were they using those two games as an opportunity to try out things that may look sloppy the first times they try them out, if that makes sense? Mm. Like, it's not necessarily like, oh, Michigan's not that good this year. It might be like, they were like, well, we have these two games that should be relatively easy compared to the rest of our schedule, so let's use this as an opportunity to try things that we're not great at yet, and that's why we looked sloppy, but we'll be able to clean it up against a team where we know we need to. That's, I think, what we're going to find out this week. And also, um, we obviously, as a Big Ten team, we prepare more for teams that we play within the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. So in terms of, like, our offense and our defense, like, I know Don Brown knows how to handle a Wisconsin team because we play Wisconsin pretty much every year. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, like, knows, like, the film pretty much in and out. He knows big, the Big Ten style of play, which Army is definitely not. And I don't really think Middle Tennessee is that reflective of Big Ten play either. Mm-hmm. So we're really just getting into, like, what we are more comfortable with and what we know better. Um, that, so yeah. I think that has given me, like, some, like, some calmness. Not really a whole lot because I am really nervous. But if we think back, like, last year, I know Wisconsin was – the one that kicked off the Wisconsin, Penn State, the Michigan State. Tour. Yeah. Um, so I think I have the same kind of feelings about it. And obviously I was very surprised with our performance last year against Wisconsin, um, mostly because I was really nervous about how we would be able to handle like our first like ranked opponent. And obviously it turned out a lot better than we expected. And we won that game in a bam a very like stellar fashion and it was really fun it was, it was a like a game fun game that we've like rewatched a few times because it was actually like a good game of football mm-hmm. um but i i don't think it's misplaced to be nervous Mm-mm. for this game well to be clear if michigan plays the way that if Michigan looks the way they looked against Army and and Middle Tennessee, there is no, no way, way we are beating Wisconsin. Yeah. Like the we we played 
well enough to like skirt skirt past. Is that a saying? Mm, yeah. Okay, to like skirt past Middle Tennessee and and Army. Like, but we did kind of the bare, especially with Army. We did the bare minimum that we had to do to be Army. The bare minimum to be Army is significantly less than the bare minimum to beat Wisconsin. So we mm-hmm. will have to play like. They're just going to have to play better football against Wisconsin. But the question is just sort of, like, they that might be completely within, like, asking. Like, that might be completely fine. They might be expecting to play way better football against Wisconsin and be way more prepared for this game. We just don't know yet. Um, yeah, we... <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, so, like, difficult to, like, not really be, like, optimistic for, but I, I genuinely, like, hope that it will look a lot more settled in at this point and that they kind of take on that mentality again from last year where, like, this is, like, kind of the first, like, ultimate test. It's just earlier in the season than most of us would have liked, um, especially after playing, like, really poorly the first two games. Um, but I think... Um, we're bringing back some people off of injury, and I know, like, it's nice that they had that week off. Well, two weeks almost, DPJ might be back this week. John Runyon, I heard, is making a return as well to our ah. offensive line, which will be really nice um, because I remember re- – I don't know who said it because I read it a while ago because that's – like we we haven't had to think about Michigan football for like <laughs> over a week now, which is like refreshing. Um, the but double buy – like having two buys this year is going to save my life. I think so. I think <laughs> in terms of like maybe having like clearer skin or something. Yeah. But like my skin's terrible now. Yeah, my so skin you, is really So you right know <laughs> that Wisconsin is this week. Um, just in terms of like the offensive line should be performing a lot better than how we've seen them in the first two games of this season. And I think that having that kind of weakness doesn't really like bode well for having – our quarterbacks trust that they are not going to get hurt. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I think in terms of that, Shea has just been kind of playing almost nervous. He because looks he's like not, he's scared to get yeah, hurt. <laughs> and having an injury, though, like we haven't really seen it. Um, and I guess he confirmed it yesterday that he feels a lot better. Um, but I just hope that the offensive line kind of like works through that. So like... We don't have to suffer. <laughs> yeah. So he had an oblique injury, and at first this was sort of a rumor, like, yeah. is he injured? And it didn't really add up. Like, I think Harbaugh said he's not injured. Gaddis said he was. And we were like, is this affecting, like, why he never mm-hmm. keeps the ball? He always just hands it off. And I guess the consensus is he does have an oblique injury, or he did have an oblique injury against mm-hmm. Army, but the injury wasn't significant enough that it should affect his playing whatsoever. The thing is, like, it... Physically, it shouldn't have, but mentally it did, is what I seem to be, like, hearing. So, like, even though it shouldn't have affected his decision-making, he was still nervous. He didn't want to get hurt, so he would hand the ball off to our little shining star, Zach Charbonnet. (laughs) And so, hopefully that all, like, kind of sorts itself out. I know, like, um, well, obviously, we won't actually know until (laughs) we see on Saturday, but the hope is still there. Um, and also just in terms of if you're kind of nervous about how this matchup could be like stacked, because obviously it's kind of daunting that we are not, not, we're not favored in this game. Wisconsin is ranked in the top 15 along with us. We have moved out of the top 10. Um, but, uh, I honestly think that's just, um, so this is an 11 versus 13 matchup. 
But if you break it down into its components in terms of each group on the field, I think Michigan is stacked against Wisconsin. Position for position. Yeah, by position. Um, So that... I really hope that Michigan takes that and, like, runs with it because I... I know that Jack Cohn, Mich- not Michigan, Wisconsin's quarterback, has looked pretty impressive through um, his first two games of the season. He's thrown for over 564 yards in comparison to Shea's 410. Um, so a completion rate is Cohn's is 76% to Shea 62. So it just looks kind of daunting in that, but I think we've Wisconsin's quarterback has oh no they've kind of attempted the same amount um but I don't do it just like Han said like yeah Shay seems <laughs> to be handing it off a whole lot more um obviously the big star that Wisconsin has if you're not aware at this point is their running back Jonathan Taylor um he's probably one of the best um in the country and definitely probably among the, the big 10 yeah. yeah so I for as much as, like, we love Zach Charbonnet and, like, how he's contributed he already. He's still just, like, 12 years old. <laughs> yeah, he um, has to, like, obviously grow into his position. Jonathan Taylor is one of the best of the best. And that's kind of where Wisconsin has their strengths, I think. Honestly, if you... Wisconsin is Jonathan Taylor. Uh, yeah, like, if yeah. that's their whole offense, essentially. Um, they had a star-studded offensive line last year. I remember reading multiple articles about it in the preseason. I think they were, like, the cover of, like, Sports Illustrated or something, whatever it was. Imagine having a star-studded off... No, we have a star-studded off. What magazine was that? I can't remember what it was, but I bought it. Um, And... Yeah, well, I just wanted more, like, information (laughs) on preseason stuff last year. Um, And they lost a lot of them, so obviously they don't really have that same, like, star power that they had. Um... But, like, make no mistake, Wisconsin is a very solid team. Obviously, they're the best consistently (laughs) out of the Big Ten West. Um, So it's going to be quite a task. But I think we have a better defense. We have, obviously, a star-studded roster of receivers. Um, We don't throw the ball to, but we could. Shea is better, personally, I think than who Wisconsin has. But, obviously, statistically, it looks like Wisconsin would, like, edge us out that way. But I think with Shea at 100%, like, making reads and, like, actually, like, (laughs) targeting down his receivers, he is the better quarterback. And um, I honestly think Wisconsin hasn't had an ultimate test yet and haven't had a whole lot of pressure on terms. But I would just think in terms of, like, a defense like Wisconsin hasn't come against like Michigan's defense like mm-hmm. that kind of like toughness yeah, you know what I'm true. saying like they haven't ha- really had a whole lot of like pressure um who has Wisconsin played we have they played um central oh, southern have- Florida and central Michigan okay so obviously neither of those teams are as good as middle Tennessee or docked right now because Wisconsin hasn't allowed a point all season yet which is like honestly like really impressive well, it's not impressive. It's just, like, it they haven't played anyone. So, like, seeing yeah. that, they're like, oh, man, I can't believe Wisconsin hasn't allowed a single point this year. I'm like, well, they've only played two games against teams that don't really have offenses. So, And that's actually a fair thing to point out is that it kind of looks like 
very lopsided. Well, and it looks like Michigan's played two unranked teams and not looked great, and mm-hmm. Wisconsin's played two unranked teams and not look, or, and looked great. But like there is a difference between like Michigan played two kind of especially Army. Army could have been ranked, and then Middle Tennessee was a you know a decent team. Like we, the teams that Michigan played were better than the teams Wisconsin played, which is why I sort of wish they would rank all the way to like one hundred or something just to give you an idea. Um, but no, I. Yeah. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong here, because I came up with a take in my head. All right, let's go. Okay, so I feel like if you look at everything besides the the games that have been played this season, mm-hmm. so if you look at the players, you look at like the matchups for the position matchups, you mm-hmm. look at their playing last year, Michigan looks like they could dominate Wisconsin. But if you look at just the games that have been, play- been played this year, mm-hmm. Wisconsin looks like they would dominate Michigan. That's very true. Okay. I have... That's why this game is, like, who knows what will happen. Because if you look at the season thus far, it's like, no, Wisconsin, like, should be favored by more than three points. But then you look at who Michigan has and, like, their performance last year and then who they lost last year and how that would have affected their performance Mm -hmm. if they didn't have those players. It's like, no, Michigan is dominant. Michigan should be favored by more than three points. So... I also don't think it will... Like, all would be lost. Like, in terms for, like, Wisconsin, if they drop this game, like, they're still going to win out in the Big West, Big Ten West, obviously, because right. there's no one out there. Um, if you've just... Mm, no, not even then. I mean, I would maybe, but I think they'll usually, like, lag off towards the middle and the end of the season, um, mm-hmm. especially because they almost lost to Iowa State. So, they're a pretty shaky team in the top 25. Um but anyone else, no one will really give Wisconsin a run for their money. So, like, for them, it doesn't really matter if they come away with a win or a loss. I mean, it looks really good to beat, obviously, number 11 Michigan. Um, and so they, it's not really, like, a win-lose situation for Wisconsin. And I honestly don't think it really is for us either. Mm. Like, I think if we lost to Wisconsin, we would obviously have to win out, um, which looks a lot more daunting when you know, like, personally that you still have to deal with having Notre Dame and Michigan State at home. Even though Michigan State looks shaky, they and? usually they usually like to give us a run for our money, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, and Ohio State at home. Well, obviously, but, like, it will yeah. always come down to the Big Ten East right. um, in November. Obviously, we also have the night game against Penn State on the road, which is, like, didn't go well for us last time. And Iowa mm. also likes to, like, shake us up a little bit. I Michigan football. So, You're stressing me out. <laughs> um, but, yeah, just, whatever happens, obviously, we would prefer, prefer Michigan to win. Um, it'll look a lot better for us. And just yes, to kind of, like, shake please. that off. Um, but I think... It won't be the blowout that we got last year. I think it will be a lot of back and <laughs> I forth, don't want honestly. To um, so I think that's like why a lot of us are like nervous because it looks like it'll be like an all-out brawl between the two teams, which could make for an interesting game of football. But if you don't like being stressed, and, and, um, I know that I will probably be like hiding under my sheets or something. Can I just say something? Mm. I'm trying to imagine this game happening and I can only imagine I, I no I I don't even want to tell you guys what I'm picturing cuz it's like I'm picturing like Penn State 2017. 
That was a terrible experience. That's that's how I think this game might go. Game um, so the bad. other thing is like I obviously don't know what's going on in the locker room. Yeah, never. Well, practice. I've been there for like prom, but that one football players right there. But um, <laughs> I like I don't see the momentum going into this game that they had last year with like Chase Winovich very vocally being like this is the revenge. Like last year, there was just so much momentum and so much hype that I think really drove them. And then I, like, that's why I'm saying I haven't been in the locker room. I don't know how motivated they are, but I'm not seeing a lot of momentum built up. There's not the trash talking that there was last year, and I think it's probably just literally just the absence of Chase Winovich that's making me feel that way. Or do you just think because Wisconsin's, like, this is early this year. That's true, too. Like, we had a few more games before then. We didn't have Wisconsin until October. That's actually, that's probably it as well. Like, mid-October, so, um, I just, obviously... There's probably not going to be that kind of level of, like, trash talk. And it is just kind of Wisconsin. But also, I think that if if Michigan, like, is active on social media, like, the fuel will honestly come from their own fan base because their fan base... No, that's like, true. That's our, true. Our fan base is straight trash to our very own team. And, like, if there's anything to, like, make them shut up for once, it would be to, like, come out for this game. This, okay, I remember literally in in the off-season, DPJ tweeted, and like... Not, they're not gonna trash talk us. Because, oh, like, no, they're, they're, they're the ones... Like, we're the ones that they would be mad at and want to prove something against. That's it's not true. even Wisconsin. It's their own fan base. That, so they're not going to so say true. anything. I remember once during the off season, DPJ literally just tweeted like, you guys have no idea. Like some, just something, wow, just something. I dropped my eye clicker, guys. Um, like it wasn't like trash talking. It was like, you guys have no idea how good we're going to be this year. And everyone was replying and they're like, do more, say less. And I'm like, what do you want him to do? Like, the off season let him say something jeez but yeah that's true people michigan fans are annoying um i so going into big 10 play in general not mm-hmm. not just specifically the wisconsin game um a lot of what we predicted going into this season has kind of been turned on its head um charbonnet is our shining star which we were kind of like running back isn't our strongest position group anymore and we won't be emphasizing the run as much, but here we are. Charbonnet is like all we have. Mm-hmm. Um, Shea Patterson has not looked nearly as great as we hoped he would and there could be a million reasons for that and I'm not writing him off for the rest of the season, but yeah. his performance in the first two games was extremely disappointing. The offense is not as reformed as we thought it would be. It kind of looks the same as it did last year. The defense is once again reliable. We appreciate them. And honestly... When I look at this team, the way they're playing and the way they look, I'm like, this is last year's team, but and we don't have Devin Bush, and we don't have, I don't know, kind of Mr. Rashawn Gary and Chase Winovich, not that much, but kind of. And then we have Zach Charbonnet instead of Karan Higdon, who I think is probably a lot more explosive than Karan Higdon, but Karan Higdon was reliable. And other than that, I'm like, I don't see much of a difference, which is kind of fine. Like, our mm-hmm. team last year was good. Like, we... Beat Wisconsin, like it's kind of fine, but it's just weird coming into this offseason hype where we're like, we're gonna turn our offense upside down and like it's gonna be completely different going into this year. I'm like, not really seeing that much of a difference. But I've also seen somewhere I want to know like what your thoughts are on this. Um, is that I there's like not really like rumors, but like kind of like ideas circulating around that we're not really releasing our whole new offense yet. Mm. in terms because like teams in the Big Ten like if they saw what we were truly like capable of or like what we've been working on in this offseason like they'd be like more prepared for it because there'd be more film on it right but like this is 
I honestly think it's pretty, like, emblematic of the same, like, team from last year, too. And, like, in terms of, like, how you just broke it down. But, do you, like, what do you think on that? Like, do you um, think, like, we're not showing our, like, our full hand yet? And, like, we, like, will come out with something different against Wisconsin? Or? I really, really hope so. But I would just find that hard to believe. Because I think if we had things up our sleeve that we knew could work, mm-hmm. we should have pulled those before the second overtime, like, against Army. Like, you don't, like, I get saving things for when you really need it, but Mm -hmm. I think when you're about to lose to an unranked team at home, like, if you have something, (laughs) use it then. But then again, Jim Harbaugh is famously a stubborn guy, so if he's like, no, I'm saving this till Wisconsin, maybe he would save it till Wisconsin, and like, so what if we end up losing in double overtime to Army? Like, I don't know. I really hope there is more, though. I, I do think maybe not in terms of, like, plays and, like, offensive like maybe maybe just in terms of we've been preparing for Wisconsin Mm -hmm. and not especially offensively because our I know our army was um our army our (laughs) defense was preparing for army a lot but maybe Mm -hmm. offensively like they kind of viewed like middle Tennessee and army as more of like scrimmages to like get a handle on things and they're preparing for Wisconsin if that is how it was that wasn't smart but yeah Hmm. that's interesting yeah um, because yeah, I, I would like to think that is kind of what they were going for, especially because Josh Gaddis is a first time play caller mm-hmm. and he hasn't really, I personally don't think he has settled into the position at his, at his full potential and capacity yet. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it is really new to him and it's new to the team and it's new to us. And I think obviously it's some things were really frustrating to us. And just being on the, like, receiving end of, like, watching these, like, certain calls being, like, unfolded. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm still kind of frustrated with, like, not getting the points um, and ending the game earlier. Like, we shouldn't have gone into o- double overtime against Army because we should have won 17 to 14 or whatever it was. Right. Um, but I think that I just getting rid of that and, like, seeing what, like, doesn't work and what does work for Josh Gaddis was also, like, really good for him. And I think once he, like, kind of, like, settles in a little bit more that we'll see a lot more of, like, what they've been talking about this whole, like, off season, and, like, mm-hmm. we'll see a lot more. And I just hope because the the threshold just seems so low at this point and, like, where they seem to be, like, talking about was a lot higher than what we've been seeing. And yes. so... Do more, I, say less. Exactly. So, like, I want to see, like, all the potential that they were hyping us up for and to see a lot more protection of the ball <laughs> and just to... I know, like, they're carrying a lot of this weight on them and, like, there's a lot of expectations, especially from a fan base that is very hard to please, but... That's us. <laughs> also, it's... um, I... It's just, a fr- like, frustrating from both sides. So I know, like, we obviously want to play a lot better. And like Shay said, he wants to, like, make a statement, which honestly I think would be, like, bold of them, our team, to do. Um, and this, yeah, and, and this like, atmosphere. You're not making a statement. All you're going to do is, like, Yeah, like, if, if that, <laughs> if, like, that's what you want to do, then by all means go out and do that um, on Saturday. Um and honestly, we'll get a breather, you know, because it's a noon game. So if things don't go our way, <laughs> we we'll have go to the, bed. We'll have the rest of the day, you know. Um, uh. 
Can I give you some, like, um, rapid fire? Like, I want to hear your opinions on things. Okay. Okay, well, Michigan beat Wisconsin. Uh, Yes or no? Yes or no. In my gut, I say yes. Okay, what will Michigan end this? What will Michigan's record be at the end of the season? At the end of this season? Mm-hmm. Before not including the postseason. Um. Ten and two. Ten and two. So they're losing to Ohio State and Penn State. Ohio State and Notre Dame. Yep. Okay. Um. Is DPJ back this week? No. <laughs> um, who is winning the Big Ten East? Ohio. All right. You heard it here first. Really optimistic Michigan. Do you want to hit me with any questions? Do more interesting ones than the ones I just asked you. Um, I, I, I just want to talk on, like, Ohio just for, like, a second. Okay. Just because I'll think... I don't, I don't know, like, why, like, maybe some of us assumed that they would have taken a step back. Oh, I kind of thought they would. You know, just, like, in terms of the atmosphere of, like, their no, coaching yeah. style changing. I and, don't like, understand why they look good. I'm going to be completely honest. They have a brand new head coach. I mean, not brand new because he was around. But yeah. they have a new head coach and a new quarterback. There's no reason that this shouldn't be a rebuilding year. And yet they look as dominant as always. And I just, the way that they're rolling now, just, I don't see like, anyone stopping them at this point. If they're just going to keep, like, crunching out numbers like that. I want to vomit. Like, there's no way that we can beat them. And I know I said probably in the very first podcast for this season is that I don't think that will win the Big Ten East. And I think just the way Ohio is playing and the way that we've looked so far, there's no way. Like, the only – I really don't think Penn State – is in the running um, for um, the Big Ten East title. I no. I don't no. think that at all. I don't and think the Michigan only, is. Either. I I but even at the end of last season, I thought that Michigan. It would obviously it's more than likely for the next few years or whatever the last few years it has been. Like it's, it comes down to Michigan Ohio um, for the Big Ten East every single time, and I don't see Penn State getting the edgewise this year. I honestly think if it were to come down to it, it would be Michigan versus Ohio, um, obviously. But I, at this rate, there's just no way. There's no way that we can beat Ohio. And I don't know. I don't like. Oh. What do you like? Okay. Just like knowing that this early, like, wh- what do we do? Like, you know? I just think anything's possible because you know Ohio State's gonna fall to some stupid Rutgers or something. No, they're not going to lose to Rutgers. No, Ohio State always loses to someone stupid. So do we. Like, I don't know. I'm just trying to, like, I feel like I'm going to throw up thinking about that. No, I'm just trying to keep an open mind because it is too early to know. Ohio State hasn't played anybody. Like, But I don't think they'll play anyone for the rest of the season until, like, the only one Are that you Wisconsin? Maybe <laughs> Wisconsin. Maybe. I think it'll... We'll see. But honestly, I think Maryland steamroll right by Wisconsin. I don't think they'll drop anyone why is justin field so good why couldn't shea patterson be like that like no offense i no 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 what what i mean is you bring in this transfer and you're just like wondering if they're gonna fill the hole you have and like shea patterson i have very few complaints about like i think he's Mm -hmm. done a great job but like justin fields is sort of like a transfer that came in you weren't sure how he was gonna perform and then he just goes above and beyond anyone's expectations and i just kind of 
wish that we could experience that. Um, yeah, let's let's end on a different note. <laughs> Should we like say what we're thankful for? What we're thankful for? Yeah, just to like put us in a better mood. Um, <laughs> unless you have anything else you want to go over. I mean. I think we should end talking about Michigan just purely because I don't want to end it talking about Ohio, the ultimate pain of my existence. Um, um, Let's see. I don't really know if there's anything much else to talk about. I'm thankful for Ambry Thomas. Yeah, and how he, like, survived colitis. Yeah. Um, I'm thankful for Will Hart. I'm thankful for Jake Moody. Sorry. Okay, so there you go. You're returning to the high notes here. Um, I don't know. I hope that we snap that record. Well, not, like, record, but the, like, anti-record, honestly, that, like, we can't beat people that are favored against us. Um, I think we've dropped 17 of those games or something I've like that. I've never seen us. It's I crazy. Can't... I don't know. I hope, I really hope that they take this game to heart and, like, not, like, necessarily, like, what we've been saying to her because, like, some of us have been, like, straight-up rude. Um, but I I just want Michigan to look a lot better than, obviously, like, that's what everyone wants. We want them to look and perform at the potential that we know they're capable of, and I think they know that, too. Um, but I think just taking one game at a time, like they talked about last year, like, Everything that they want to achieve is very far off in the distance. We're not even in October yet. Um, and just, you're not going to appease us all at once. And I think just to, like, start that conversation with your, like, own group of fans is going to be started, like, this Saturday. And I I know a lot of us don't personally think that Michigan will win, but I really hope think that they could I think they could also one last bash on the Michigan fan base I've seen this on Twitter a million times and it's so true if Michigan wins this game everyone's gonna be like oh it wasn't even that big of a game like Wisconsin actually it turns out Wisconsin wasn't good and then if Michigan loses this game they'll be like Harbaugh can't win big games exactly that's guaranteed (laughs) it's gonna be one of those two narratives Harbaugh can't win big games or Wisconsin wasn't actually good all right I was like, well, Big Jim West isn't good, so... Yeah, well, last year we beat Wisconsin and Penn State, and then all of a sudden it was like, those teams aren't good. It wasn't like, oh, wow, we won some big games. It was like, oh, wow. It's just because the underlying narrative is that they won Ohio. Yeah, that, I thought it is it. All of the annoyingness of the Michigan, Michigan fan base is just that they desperately want to beat Ohio State, and, like, I'm with you. <laughs> it's been a long time. Dude. Uh... uh Thanks for listening. Do you want to speak anything into existence? Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of, I'm scared that I'm going to like jinx something. Okay. Uh, Speedy recovery for DPJ. Yes. And. No no fumbles. And Jake Moody will stay at 100% field goal percentage. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, we're going to bring in Jake Moody for our field goal attempts. Yeah. You can have the extra point. Yes. Um, anything else? I think that's all. All right, go blue. Go blue. Yeah.